Hey everyone, Sean here from Fable and Folly Productions. We create Alva Salix, Royal Physician, The End of Time and Other Bothers, The Accent Crown, and Civilized, and other smaller shows for our Patreon fans. I want to thank the folks at Audio Drama Hub for this opportunity to share some information, or I guess what we would call another Sean rant. There's a lot of misleading advice out there about the reward tiers on crowdfunding sites and not just Patreon, but also Indiegogo and Kickstarter. And I see people making the same mistakes over and over again and struggling to hit their crowdfunding goals. The specific thing I want to talk about today is something I hear or see on social media at least once a week, and it goes something like this. I don't want any perks from the creators I support, so neither do my fans. They just want to support me. Tears don't matter. There are a number of problems with the statement. First of all, we have to remember that our fans are not us. Second, of course, our fans want to support us. Yes, of course, but that doesn't mean they aren't motivated by perks. Anything but. I'll go so far as to say that this statement is representational of a false belief that we share as creators. And part of the reason why is that when, as a creator, we ask our supporters if they are giving money in order to get the perks or if they just want to support us and the work we're doing, the fans will cry out, no, we do this to support you. We don't care. We just want to support you. And so the creator hearing this and already struggling to find the time, money, and resources to create their show goes and puts up some perks that don't really matter. They're easy and just calls it a day. After all, this is what their supporters said to do, isn't it? Well, sadly, the answer is no. Anything but time and again, I watch this happen and the results are the same. That creator's crowdfunding campaign or Patreon languishes, and they become frustrated with the platform. We have to remember that we are not our fans. We have to stop assuming that how we feel is how they feel. It doesn't really matter why we give money on Patreon to other creators. It matters why our fans are giving us money. So we have to stop asking the wrong questions. Yes, All of our fans support us because they want us to succeed. That's table stakes. Pretty much guaranteed. But are they also motivated by the right perks? You betcha. And you don't just have to believe me. If you do some searching out there for this specifically, you will see Patreon saying exactly what I'm saying. Certain perks work better than other perks significantly. But what perks? Well, Asking people about their motivations is one of the trickiest things in market research. We don't want to admit when asked that we are not making decisions rationally. So we make up a plausible answer when we're asked about our motivations. It makes a lot of sense that the reason they are supporting a creator is out of their love of that creator, because they do love the work that that creator is producing. They certainly did not search for a perk and then stumble across the creator, so it just makes sense that they must be doing this out of love for the creator. After all, what does that say about them as fans if they only want to support a creator if the perk is right? Except it likely is the case. And this is not a stab at any fans or listeners out there or people who are supporting creators out of love. Yes, the love is real. 
But we have to stop and think, each of us, what is it that took us from that point of, I love the show, I love the show, I tell my friends, to I'm going to give money to this show. I'm going to get out my credit card. I'm going to open an account on a crowdfunding platform that I haven't used. What gives us the motivation to step over that big behavioral hurdle of actually signing up and getting out our credit card and committing money to a creator? Nine times out of 10, if we look back, it was a perk. It was something that they announced where we're like, oh, I want in for that and I feel good because I'm giving money to that creator. Perks are a way to get someone over that first moment, that first hurdle of becoming a supporter. If you want to know whether a perk motivates people to give to your show or campaign, look at the behavioral data. Don't ask them. Look at what they're doing. Your fans, your supporters. Are they signing up to get that perk? Even if it means they have to give higher than the average for your show, that's a good sign. Or are they avoiding a certain higher tier you have? No one is signing up for it because maybe the benefits just aren't there. Are people upgrading to higher perks when you announce releasing content into them in good numbers? If they're not, your perks may not be right. Now, if you have a number of tiers and your average giving amount, which you should all know off the top of your head, and I have a dashboard you can download to get that number because Patreon doesn't tell it to us for some reason, you should all know that number. And if that number is low, like a dollar something or two something, then your perks may not be right and may not be working. We want to start by thinking about who is signing up for what, at what level, and then look at those perks and go, oh, that perk is working or is it? Many of the Patreon accounts I am called in to look at are struggling to overcome churn. They get two new $2 supporters this month and then lose one $5. They float and fluctuate, staying roughly the same for months at a time. If your podcast is growing, your numbers are climbing, but your Patreon is stagnant, is sitting just floating at that around the same level month after month, you likely have a perk problem, not to mention a community building challenge to address. A fan community is about respect and relationships. And this is going to come out a little harsh, but this is a question I think we all have to ask ourselves if we have a crowdfunding site. Are we taking our fans and supporters for granted with minimal effort perks that no one cares about? Or are we building a community of mutual value to all parties? I'm sorry if that's harsh, but the line of thinking that perks are a waste of time is actually less about the perks and more about our view of the value of our supporters. I get that we all have limited time and resources, but we're also asking people to contribute money to keep making our show. If we want a $1,000 a month Patreon or a $2,500 a month Patreon or more, we have to start acting like we're at that level now. And that means providing value, putting in the work to show that we respect our fans and we are here for them and we want them to be a part of this community and we value their $1, $2, whatever amount. Now, are perks challenging to manage? Hell yes. Can we bite off more than we can deliver? Oh, I want to swear. (laughs) Yes, Um, totally. But done right, they can help us increase retention, improve our average pledge amount. They can build a community that can support us doing this full time one day. 
And I believe that that is worth investing in. But that's my take. Not everyone agrees. And I totally get that. But then I got to ask, should you be on Patreon? Or are you okay with a Patreon that's not growing and just covers hosting costs? If so, that's great. Now, let's just assume that your crowdfunding is going, but it's not going as well as you want. How do you know where to start planning? How do you know where to look? How do you know which tier to work on? My first bit of advice to everyone is don't change all your tiers at once. If your Patreon is stagnating a little or it's not climbing like you'd like, stop, step back, and pick a tier to work on. Now, I released the missing Patreon dashboard. You can search for that because I wanted to provide a few things to creators using Patreon because I needed them. (laughs) There was no way to get this data. So one of these is the growth by tier chart. It's one of my favorite things now. It allows me to work on my tiers, but see specifically what is working to drive growth within a tier. Now, I work with a number of creators on growing their show and building a successful Patreon. And in my work doing that, the same thing happens over and over. Creators hear me say, don't change all the tiers, but they get excited and they go and change all the tiers. Or they're like, okay, I'll work on one tier, but where do I start? The dashboard goes a long way towards answering this by showing you what is actually right now working. Like where is your money coming from? What tier is driving your growth? And you just see it quickly and visually. And then you can pick the next tier up and work on that. And I'm sure I'm going to have another rant in the future where I can talk about that more. So let's take this up a level. All of your fans are supporting you out of the goodness of their hearts. Guaranteed. All of your fans want you to succeed. Yes. And some of them truly don't care about the perks. I don't doubt that. But how many of your listeners out there right now keep saying to themselves, oh, I really want to support that show, but just aren't crossing the finish line. They just aren't getting out their credit card and they aren't committing. The right perk can show you the potential that exists in your fan base because you should see a spike in upgrades right away. Not only new people, but upgrades from your existing patrons when you announce the tier or the change to the tier and when you announce the first reward or piece of content that only that tier can see. And before I get inundated with comments about how not everyone can afford certain perks, my intent is not to suggest any specific perk in this rant. Your job as a creator that wants to crowdfund is to determine what is of value to your patrons, not what is easy for you to deploy. It could be a totally free thing, like a Google Plus Hangout once a month. It can be a mini bonus episode that you put into your production schedule for 2020 or 2021. It's anything that brings value to the community you wish to build. I also want to address that a certain volume of listeners is required to drive an effective fundraising campaign. If you're just starting your show, I wouldn't worry too much about the perks or even the Patreon. Be sure to have some higher tiers for your friends and families that want to just support you, but focus on building your audience first. And it's really hard to know exactly when to start really focusing on your Patreon if you're going to do that. But my rule of thumb is when individual episodes start breaking through 2,000 downloads in 30 days, that's not overall, that's one episode. At the 30-day mark, it's breaking through that 2,000 download number, it's worth investing some time into your Patreon. 
And my experience has shown that you can aim to build a $1,000 a month Patreon when you are at the 10,000 downloads of an episode in 30 days from release as a general rule of thumb. There are some people who are getting there faster, some people getting there a little slower, but it's just a good rule of thumb. And yes, crowdfunding is a ton of work and it's not for everyone. There is nothing wrong with stepping back from places like Patreon, but don't expect it to suddenly start generating significant revenue if you aren't putting the work in. I can't tell you how many people ask me for advice and then look at me in horror when I lay out the amount of effort required. I wish I could wave a magic wand and make it easy for amazing, talented creators to make a living off of their work. I really do. The road ahead holds so many amazing opportunities for each of you, every one of you listening, but it is an uphill battle without a map, and the bottom of the mountain is filled with the people who gave up. But up over that next peak and past that next few mountain ranges are a select few who now make their show for a living from their supporters. I hope to get there myself one day, and I hope to see each of you there with me. You can find my Patreon missing dashboard and all of my Patreon growth experiment articles at fableandfolly.productions or just search for Fable and Folly Productions and look under the resources link in the main nav. And once again, thank you all. This is Sean Howard, and this rant is over. 